What is good? What is good? Welcome to episode 513. I am very excited because there is going to be a rebrand of the CEO Life. It's This podcast is no longer going to be called CEO Life. I am also going to rebrand the image in which this show possesses as its logo and I feel really good. I plan to change the name to the Greg Santo show. Just very simple. It's very simple. And I feel that I am a different person than I was when I had CEO life in in mind. And As I am coming towards the end of my 20s, I'm 27, I'll be 30 in 887 days, there is this theme in my life where there is death and rebirth. My grandmother had passed away several months ago and it's it's interesting, it's very interesting and There is a depth, a depth of who it is that I once was in terms of what is it that I valued? What is it that I found interesting? What is it that I pursued? And I have shifted my values tremendously. I think about life much different than I have and I am very grateful to myself for making decisions to take leaps and risks because I believed in myself and I believed it was going to work out. I believed that it was better to put myself under financial stress to be able to have an experience of something that I deemed to be beneficial to me. And all of this, my 20s have been such a beautiful process. There has been many, many, many days riddled with fear, riddled with anxiety, riddled with worry, riddled with challenge, riddled with confusion, and despite these emotions, I still held on to something, even though I hadn't achieved anything yet in the way I wanted to achieve things, because I have achieved things in, in my life up to that point, but it was just like made the basketball team or beat this one team or pass this class, just, you know, simple little things. But when it came to hitting life goals, that was, that was much different. And all I had To me, my greatest superpower was that I just held belief. And you know what? I wouldn't even say it was my superpower because my first mentor gave me a lot of fucking belief. I sat next to that man for two years and I fucking learned so much from him. It felt like I was next to a neurosurgeon every day. 
he would rewire thinking patterns in my brain. And the biggest thing he gave me was belief. And he also gave me a lot of perspective as well. And he still gives me perspective. And having that solid foundation between the ages of 19 to 21 is or was invaluable. And despite all of these imperfections that my 20s have been riddled with, the embarrassment, the humiliation, the the shame, the guilt, the just this cocktail of uncertainty, this cocktail of unrelenting challenge to be able to do what it is that I've been able to do is it's fucking spectacular. It's it's beautiful. It's how can something so perfect come from millions of imperfections over the course of years and when i look at something spectacular i think about traveling the world with my best friend and we didn't have money much money and we still were able to do things that were just the dopest shit throwing dinner parties with 20 young entrepreneurs throwing a dinner party in austin with 25 entrepreneurs when when we got to austin just 60 days prior we knew four people and three of those people belonged to the same family and to be able to pull off a 25 person dinner party where i think seven or eight of those people were doing at the very least seven figures in their business to pull that off to go to the first royal ball to take place in the palace of versailles to be invited to that for free to sleep over a billionaire's house to travel Europe to meet the people that we've met I mean you want to talk about imperfections man there was so much imperfection during that time but when we look at it as a whole it was it's it was fucking done in spectacular fashion spectacular so I'm moving into thinking how is it that I want to exit my 20s what can I do to make a statement to myself that 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 will be a representation of my 20s that will be symbolic to my 20s when i was about to turn 25 i ran a marathon on the last day of me being 24 years old with an extra mile at the end to commemorate kobe bryant because he wore number 24 so i wanted to really make sure that for me the age 24 went down in history just as a way to pay my respects and for me i want to have something for me that in the next 887 days tops what it is that i've been able to do in all of my years prior leading up to this now all everything that i've done had led me up to me being able to do what it is that i plan to do that i believe is going to top everything that i've done and I'm very excited about that. I am able to dream again in terms of I think about what it is that I want. And I I remember I was in Lisbon with my business partner and we had called up this Tony Robbins Platinum Lion. I think 
it's like 150k a year to be a member of a Tony Robbins Platinum Lion. It's either 150 or it's 215k. I think it's 215k. I could be wrong on that. And we were having challenges in our business, so we reached out and asked for help. So she hopped on a call with us and we had told her what was going on and what she had mentioned to us is we needed to get clarity. We needed some clarity. Now, prior to that call, about a month prior, maybe a little bit less than a month, for sure within the span of 45 days, we were in Barcelona and we went to like this famous park, I think it's called Park Guel. And we had taken some time to really get some clarity in terms of what it is that we are aiming for with our business. And the thing is, very, very shortly after coming up with those plans, there was a trim. There was we had one of the biggest conflicts we've had in our relationship to date. It was probably our biggest conflict we, we've had in our relationship. And. The truth is, I feel that it is much more difficult to dream when you find yourself in the wrong movie. I didn't know it at the time that I was not living the movie that I wanted to live. I believed that what I was doing was the dream to be able to travel the world, have my own business traveling with my best friend you know we had a paid speaking gig in canada all expenses paid plus money like to make and it was it was decent money it was super dope and it it didn't dawn on me that i was i was in the wrong movie and i had to make the decision to you know we had that those conversations with her and we decided to consciously uncouple and and very naturally, you know, just the depth, the depth of what was really made room for a rebirth. Well, there was so much to process, so many emotions to process, so many thoughts to process, so many experiences to process. And to go from someone being living the same life as you and loving and caring for this person and talking to them every single day and hanging out with them every day to going to we are no longer speaking at least right now as we take this time to heal it opened up a lot of just i feel like what was naturally good for me and i got into door to door and then that didn't work out and i had to separate myself from a relationship a friendship from doing door to door and I thought this was going to be a really big homie of mine and I had to learn the I guess the hard way that we share different values and the thing about the heart is the heart still craves the connection and love from an individual whereas the mind knows that this is not a person who you that makes sense for you to be spending time with and that, and that was difficult and even from there even from that separation the, the depth 
the death of that led for me to go back to what it is that is right for me and what is right for myself. And being off social media is really big too because one thing that I would tell my friend, I would he would say, the thing is I only follow positive things. So it's, it's, it's brainwashing me to thinking, you know, positive things, which I think you can make an argument like that. However, I will, I will say that despite the positive things that you might see, there's still so much bullshit that I feel that you're still coming out in a net negative. And the fact that you are still distracted from your life and that there is some kind of source implanting ideas into your mind, I still believe that Instagram does way more harm uh, than it does good. Now, there is a lot of goodness that's happening. I'll, I'll speak about mental health in particular. And, and when it comes to mental health, social media does more harm than it does good. Now, social media does have the power to open up more opportunities for you. And it's opened up a lot of opportunities for me in that time that I have used it. I I guess YouTube is the only social media that I use these days. And it, in my experience, it is far more... Just as Joe, I heard Joe Pollard say this, he said, it is way more inspiring to be off social media than it is to read inspiring quotes on social media. And that's that's so true. That's so true because there were so many thoughts implanted about my into my head and I projected this Instagram model of life into the external world, whereas the external world doesn't necessarily work how Instagram works. Instagram is very fake. It's very fake. It's a very fake uh, platform. It and it is extremely influential in terms of uh, putting ideas into people's brains. And I got off social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, in January, and maybe about a month later, I started. I realized just how toxic memes are, and I had brought some awareness to how toxic the meme culture is and when it comes to who is glorified in memes and there's a subtle reward and appreciation to toxicity where future memes i don't know if future memes are still a thing but yeah for this is whole there's a big thing that comes down to division. There's a lot of division that comes with Instagram. I found myself naturally making enemies with groups of people, although I may not engage directly in dialogue with them over the internet, I was still in my self-righteous beliefs about who the enemy is and being off social media, I don't think about that at all. I don't think about that at all. So I feel like that's really helped me be able to connect with myself because I believe that, at least for me, it's how it worked for me, was social media taught me what's a value. If you do this, this is like the fucking people traveling the world, the lavish bullshit. Look, there was a lot of positives that came from my travel. However, to pretend that traveling is the ultimate way of living life is 
utter and complete bullshit. It is utter and complete bullshit. It's bullshit because there is so much, so much that is not talked about. I mean, hey, to be able to travel the world, it's amazing. It's a luxury. I'm not degrading that. We must also have a conversation about the realities of travel, the realities of not getting sleep, the realities of finding a new place, the realities of solving logistical challenges, the realities of what it means to travel and not being and not just using this luxury of a travel to sell to other people to get them to believe in your authority so they will be more willing to pay you money to me that is not ethical marketing in my own opinion i feel that ethical marketing has a lot to do with authenticity has a lot to do with truth telling and i do believe that the people who are honest are typically those who are playing the long game and i do believe those who are playing the long game are going to be the people who build something that's long lasting and and is sustainable you can only play short-term pony tricks for so long before the before you get sniffed out so there is a lot that i had to clear out of my life to be able to connect with myself connect with what is actually important for me what is it that i do do like what is it that i don't like what is it that is an absolute unacceptable no-no for me what is it that i want to pursue further and for me getting exactly what i wanted was a depressing feeling and also a very liberating feeling because it was depressing because i it didn't solve what i thought it would solve for me internally inside liberating because i realized that okay it doesn't matter what the fuck i accomplished on the outside like that shit has no effect on how i feel inside it has zero effect on how i feel on the inside there is this homeless guy i feed the homeless with my oldest sister each thursday and there is this homeless guy that i see every week he is this white man who is very filthy in terms of he's yeah you know he looks like he's been like crawling and and dirt and stuff and he's a white guy so it it shows a little bit more on him but the thing the thing about this guy is he has so much damn gratitude he is so unbelievably appreciative he is so such a pleasure to interact with such a pleasure to be around and just very much so a, 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 it, from the face that he shows us at least there seems to be a tremendous amount of gratitude and here is someone who has every excuse in the world to be bitter to not be happy to feel entitled to feel like their life will happen to their life to victimize themselves but instead of all that this man puts a smile on his face which puts a smile on others i told him i said look man i know people who are in better positions than you who are not as grateful for their life as you are and i said it you're actually very inspiring you are so inspiring to come out here and have the biggest smile on your face and you have every reason not to. So I've learned a lot over the past 
a year, especially from processing the travel. And I'm still learning. I'm still processing that one year of travel. And I'm so grateful to it. I'm so unbelievably grateful for the travel. It's taught me so much. It's transformed me in a way that I have, I, I would not have been transformed otherwise. And this is a positive of the travel as well. Like, If you really want to learn about yourself, go travel. You will, because you're going to have to be put in front of yourself to see, hey, how do you show up? How do you solve problems? How do you deal with things that don't go as planned? How do you deal when your luggage gets lost? How do you deal with having a long ass day and you have to check out at 11 a.m., but your flight doesn't leave till 8 p.m. And then you have to have a whole travel day in the heat to be able to get to your destination. And how do you deal with that? Like, you learn so much about yourself. And I, I certainly learned a tremendous amount. So when I talk about travel, I want to bring up the point that this is a very nuanced kind of thing. It's not black or white. And while there are positives, I believe that the positives that are being reinforced and marketed aren't the positives that I received from the travel. Because really what people are looking to do is to solve their emotional state inside. And that's what I was looking to do. I was trying to get to the bottom to, to resolve the emotional state that I feel inside, which is I am not enough which is there's something wrong with me, which is though things of that, that kind of nature. And just through sheer experience of measuring myself or I guess interacting with the world for since I was 19, really, when I felt like I really started to interact with the world a lot more over the past eight years, I feel like I, I got a, a great enough sample for me to be like, other people's opinions really don't matter. They don't matter. I'm doing something to impress other people. It's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one bit because another person's opinion of you will never actually make you feel good about yourself, will actually never make you feel comfortable about yourself. Now, okay, this is nuance as well where I had my business partner where I was not feeling enough and I was feeling horrible and I shared with her stuff that I felt deeply ashamed about and she helped helped me feel like there was nothing wrong with me and she helped me feel like I am okay and I'm safe to be me around her. And there are... There's this a saying, right? Those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And yeah, I have people's opinions that I, that I care about, how they see me, like my, my own mom. You know, like I, I want my mom to hold me in high regard and my mom's very proud of me. My father's very proud of me. You know, I, I respect my older sister's opinion and I am so grateful because my older sister is very honest with me. She's very honest. 
and and I know she cares a lot and she is such a positive influence in my life and I and I certainly care that she holds me in high regard because I hold her in high regard and I love her tremendously and at the same time her opinion on what it is that I decide to do isn't as important as my own opinion on that it's not going to stop me it is important for me but her opinion depending on the situation if i'm asking for advice if i'm asking for help if i'm seeking out her personal advice other than that you know it doesn't really matter too much because at the end of the day she loves me and she wants what's best for me and i want the same thing and it's one of the things where with my former business partner i'm super fucking happy that she has the opportunities that she has i mean she is having some really amazing things that are landing on her plate in her life and i would tell her i would say look i want what's best for you even if that meant one day i would no longer be by your side and i stuck true with my promise and at the end of the day it's about her well-being and her success and her life that takes precedence over everything for her for our relationship right and it's the same thing for me you know like to have something to have someone you care about so much to be willing to let them go that's a different type of love so what i'm thinking about right now it's been very challenging to uh write this book it has been a it's been a very interesting process i did not expect it to be how it has been and i'm reminded of some advice that joe polish had given me when we hopped on a call in november he had mentioned being more growth minded he said one thing he does his best to get through the minds of young entrepreneurs is to value growth over status and he had mentioned to me he said i can make an introduction for you that can shape 10 years off your career right now but i'm not going to do that because you don't want to handicap somebody by making things too easy for them and at the same time the introductions would be made prematurely where you wouldn't be able to get the most out of it and the same thing for them and he said that you must go through the process and there are lessons that you must learn through the process and you must also learn to appreciate the process so i've been doing my best to put my mind to be a lot more process focused instead of solutions because i do know that outcomes results whatever it is that will never make me feel good about myself the attainment of those things will certainly change the way i view the world and think and there are a tremendous amount of positive effects that come with accomplishing the biggest thing that you want but to put that as the number one top goal to do i'm not too sure but it, at the same time it's very important to know where it is that you're moving towards right and i have been putting my focus a lot more into this process and i turned 30 in 887 days and 
I have been putting thought into how is it that I want to exit from my uh, my 20s and what process do I want to commit myself to and I have been expanding my thinking in terms of whereas before it was a lot more short-term 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 I'm thinking a lot more long-term I'm thinking more so of what is it that I can do today that's very small that over time will add up and be something big and it's it goes back to the book the compound effect right taking seemingly insignificant actions over a long period of time resubmitting myself to that process and what i found is i was very frustrated while writing the book because i was treating my book like a sprint instead of a marathon i had sprinted and i got tired and i got and I just saw that I had so much more mileage to go and I dreaded it and I didn't write for three days. And now I have, I'm just writing 17 minutes a day. That's, I give myself that, like, I'm just gonna write 17 minutes. If I hit 17 minutes, it's a great day. Today I wrote for about 40, 50 minutes, more so 50 minutes. And that was good. I could keep going, but you know what? I blocked out that one hour time to get the 17 minutes. I got that. I turn off the faucet for today. I will return tomorrow. And I like it because part of me wants to keep going. At the same time, part of me is like, I don't know. And for me, it's having that discipline to be like, hey, I know you can keep going. In the meantime, what is the most important thing is that we show up each and every single day and then you bring that energy in tomorrow, into to tomorrow and, bring, and just carry that energy over. And by the time you hit 30, you will have done exactly what it is that you have wanted to do. And at the same time, like during this process, I'm, I'm really thinking about what is it that I can do to really wow myself? What is it that I can point to when I'm 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, where I can point to my 20s and be like, I did that. And not only did I do that, but it was greater than anything else that I did in my 20s. I finished strong. So I'm feeling really, really good about that. I'm feeling really, really good about myself, really good about my life. I am starting to become more grateful about the health challenges that I've been experiencing that have decommissioned me. And I am beginning to integrate my life around the health challenges that I've had and I am just so grateful to it because I'm able to, to really build some solid foundations over the next two and a half years while I make sure I take care of myself, I get adequate rest, I make sure I take care of my health and I'm cognizant of that and I'm in no rush to make something happen immediately. I'm going to be 30 years old in 887 days. I'm going to be 30 and I'm still going to be young as fuck. There is no rush to get anywhere. Because only thing that I'm ever going to have is today. Only thing I'm ever going to happen, I'm ever going to have is the now. So let me enjoy my life as much as I possibly can. Where am I in a rush to get to? I already know that none of that external shit is going to make me happy. If I focus on being happy with my day and my life each and every single day, to me, I feel like that's winning. That's winning for me in particular. And in there's also, you know, I'm doing what I feel that I'm made for. I feel like I am beginning to step into 
the movie that I'm meant to live in. And with that, I get to enjoy the process. I think about the travel. I think about the marathon I've ran. And the best part of it all, yeah, there are some highlights. And the highlights just came from the process. The process of pushing. The process of showing up. The process of figuring it out. And it can work out so beautifully, even though there's a lot of uncertainty during those times. These days, I feel like I have a lot more certainty. I have a lot more clarity. I've blocked out a lot of influences that I felt that uh, would keep me in the wrong movie. So I was able to really be able to think for myself and think about what makes the most sense for me. And I'm moving forward with that. And you know what? I have so much more peace. I have so much more confidence in myself. I feel so much better within my own skin. I feel stronger. I feel just so proud. And just most of all, I just fucking love myself. I love who it is that I am. I love how I'm showing up. I love who, that the decisions that I'm making for myself. And the thing is, I felt that me putting myself first and making decisions that I want to make for me, I used to feel like that would potentially hinder some relationships or that would not get me the results that I want. I felt like it would put some people off and it would disgust people, which is very true. It will. But however, the thing is, it will discuss, it will discuss the right people that you want to be disgusted. For me, as much as I want, I mean, as much as I can, I want to express myself in such a manner that offends the wrong people so they can just make the decision not to be in my life. That's it. I don't want to waste time with people who I don't, I wouldn't get along with. And it would just be so much easier if they made the decision to get out of my life before I have to figure out that this is not the right decision for us to spend more time together. So yeah, I'm very grateful. I am so, so damn grateful. To the outside world, it might not look like I'm doing too well the health challenges i'm at home but you know what dude i as i mentioned the health challenges are turning out to be a blessing i get to spend so much time with my family i get to see them i get to laugh with them these are people that i know will never leave my side these are people who i know got my back these are people that i know just love me with all their hearts and the fact that i just spent a year away from them and I realized just how much, how important they are for me and how important we are to each other. It's just so beautiful. And I do my best to be grateful for it as much as I can. I still got little ones in the family and we still got people who are alive in the family. And I do my best not to take that for granted. I do my best to stay present with it as much as I can and appreciate it as much as I can. I do my best to appreciate my life as best as I can. At the same time, I'm a human being. I get caught up in my own emotional frustrations. I get caught up in the, the, the same shit that you find yourself getting caught up in. The whirlwind of, of confusion and thoughts and what it means to be a human when the fight or flight part of our brain goes off, the lizard brain. So for me, I do my best not to judge myself. I do my best to be aware of myself, aware of my shortcomings, uh, breathe love into that 
accept where it is that I am, accept when I, one thing that I used to do when I would feel social, socially anxious, I used to just try to brush it off. I would try to deny that I would feel anxious and I would try to push through onto the other side. But now I'm just like, oh, you know what? I feel socially anxious and that's okay. I feel this way. It's a very normal human thing to feel. And there are times where I, I do something that maybe is a little bit embarrassing still. And I think that's going to happen for the rest of my life. I still embarrass myself. And at, at the same time, it's like, oh, oh, man, I made a mistake. I'm a human. Okay. And I feel like that's what really what self-confidence really is. It's just acceptance of the moment. It's acceptance of where you're at. I mean, think about a confident person. A confident person is a person who is okay with where they are at, no matter how good or or how bad it may seem. The confident person is able to look at life and understand that they are able to deal with life and that they have the power to influence their life, even though they may not be in the quote-unquote the best external position according to other people. And I am... I, there was this, this, this lyric in this Drake song. It's called Laugh Now, Cry Later with uh, this guy named Lil Durk. And there's a lyric in there. Lil Durk says, I'm in the trenches relaxed. And for me, I, I used to hear that and I wanted to experience that, to be in the trenches relaxed. And because there was a lot of stress during the, the travel and all this kind of stuff, right? We were in the trenches and it was really difficult to be able to be calm and settle in. It was a huge frenzy of stress and uh, emotion and fear and anxiety. And uh, of course, you know, your your immediate survival is threatened. Of course, anybody would feel the way that we felt when we were going through that. And now I now I understand it, you know, it's like I'm, I'm thinking more about the long game at the same time. I'm appreciating the moment and I'm enjoying myself. This is what I wanted all along. I, at the end of the day, what I wanted more than anything was I just wanted to feel comfortable with myself. I just wanted to love myself unconditionally. I wanted to feel comfortable in my own skin. I wanted to be who it is that I am without feeling shame and Yo, I, I, I managed to do that. And am I perfect all the time? There are moments where I wish that I speak up. Still, there are moments where there's someone I wish that I had the courage to go speak to uh, in, in the moment. And But at the same time, I'm making strides towards things that I, I, I want. Like, man, I took some time maybe a month or two ago to journal what it is like my, my ideal woman is. And... I was helping the homeless people and we have like medical people like or like dentists and chiropractors. They'll, they'll come out and they'll uh, provide services for the homeless people. And one of the girls, she was a nurse and she's like 6'2", maybe 6'3". She was a little bit taller than me. And that's, that's like my type. Like my type is someone who's my height, maybe a little bit taller, maybe a little shorter, but not too, too short. Like, I'm not, I really don't want to date someone who's under 5'10". I would prefer to have a taller woman in my life. And when I saw her, I thought, that's her. And I just started talking to her. And then I had some dude just 
started cock blocking your boy. And I was like, whatever, I'll talk to her after. But then I saw she had a wedding ring on while we were in a circle talking. And I said, you know what? I respect that. That's no problem. It's interesting since I wrote down that I'm looking for more tall women in my life. There's been more tall women that's been showing up. It's very rare that I run across somebody who's taller than me in my everyday life. And it's even more rare to run across a woman that a woman that's taller than me. And within the last seven days, I've seen two women who are taller than me. So, and uh, yeah, just to make the decision to go for that. And this woman was unbelievably gorgeous. She was like supermodel, beautiful, unbelievably gorgeous. And it sounded like she had a Spanish accent. Like she sounded like she was from Spain. I can see if she, yeah, it, it just seemed like she looked like she would be from Spain, a little foreigner, got a little bit of an accident. But man, she was she she was drop dead gorgeous man so uh, in the past i feel like i wouldn't have the courage to um address her at the same time i've t- i've taken some time for myself to get clear on terms of what is it that i want and when i saw it i said that's it right right here like there's no question this is what i want and here we go i it, the decision was made in a split second so i've been doing a lot of journaling lately i mean I've been doing a lot of journaling. I've been processing my thoughts. I have been really making sense of a lot of different things and just bringing awareness. And it feels like I turned my brain off and there is a stream of my subconscious that finds its way onto the paper. And it's so healing. It's so therapeutic. And I I get clarity from it. And it's effortless for me to do and yeah it's it's definitely a, a huge joy in my life it's a, it's a habit that i really hold highly this is my 10th journal that i'm on i started journaling the night i got back from my first tony robbins event and that was in 2015 so i've been journaling for 8 years i have uh, 10 this is my 10th journal so to me, that's just dope shit to be able to capture the journey, documenting the journey. That's exactly what I'm doing with the podcast. These are just things that I just find just fun and just natural to what I do. I only have interest in, to, in doing things that I enjoy doing. And that's how I want to live my life. And if someone has an opinion about it, look, man, you can. You don't have to be in my life if you feel like I'm not doing it the way that you want me to do it or the way that you feel like I can do it. Um in a way that's unsolicited and anyway so i feel like i've rambled about uh, 20 minutes more than i uh, could have but that is all good that is all good so that's all i got from you for you hope you have a fantastic fantastic day and i'll catch you later